guys, welcome to South African Motorcyclist, Kyle here for episode 2 and joining me is, as usual, my partner in crime, old Shawnee Boy. How's it guys, how you doing mates? But uh, yeah, let's talk about the obvious thing that we all know, the poison rally. Right, right. I'm, I'm no, just gonna. We, we have to talk about poison. I'm sorry. I'm we sorry, just yeah. have, we to have to talk to, about we poison. <laughs> we were both at poison. It was absolutely epic. Sean went for the weekend. I only went for Saturday. I went through his press coverage. I'm sure you guys have seen on our Facebook and our Instagram already. There's a lot of pics and videos that, that have flown up from poison. Yes, truly. Look, okay. The weather was a bit shitty. I'm just gonna come out straight and say it. But it didn't stop us bikers at all, mate. We had a blast. And though there's not all the guys who drove on their bikes to poison, we get it, we get it. I was one of them. them. I was one of them. I am guilty. I drove there in a bucky. But I'm super glad I did, actually. Yes, the drive is the funnest part about about the rally. But, I mean, the jewel was just as well, you know. It's just the best, too. But anyway. Yeah, and Sean got lucky enough going in the bucky. I only went through on on Saturday. Um, <laughs> that was that was very entertaining. Three hour ride through in rain. Spent the whole day in the rain <laughs> with Sean, and then spent another three hours coming back, and subsequently got myself a good case of flu. Yeah, yeah, bad flu actually. So, yeah. so sorry if I don't sound so hot today, guys. Uh, you know, flu is still there, but you know what? Dedication to the biking. Hell yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Listen, I'm just saying, like, yeah, um, I already said, apart from the weather, it was a jewel. High five to Snort Cop that was there. It was fantastic, mate. Thanks for the live show. All the shows, All actually, the shows, yeah. actually, yeah, All to be shows. honest. Uh, uh, most, of our, most of our bikers, too. DJ Janks. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm sure I'm not saying his name right. But anyway, Janks. JD from Liquid Wheels. Yeah, um, there's a couple of good, good. Good yeah. acts up on stage. Good acts, actually, it's, and it's it's our people. I mean, it's, it's local bands. It's locals, pretty awesome. It's locals. It was yeah, fantastic. It's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, um, for those who wasn't at Poison, we have something beautiful for you to uh, hear what Poison actually sounds like. say a big thanks to Jake Urstazen and his wife as well as the custom riders. Yes man they did a fantastic job at hosting Poison Man it's every time it's brilliant you guys are amazing to be honest. 
it's like the bike it's like the shirts actually say real bikers go to the poison it's true it's true it's true if you ain't a, if you're bike and you're not there well you can just park your bike and just walk either way it's fine it's all yeah <laughs> maybe just go and get yourself a donkey or something <laughs> it'll also work you know yeah you get a big horse or something but anyway um yes i'm also gonna say thank you to the blood bank okay every poison that i've been there the guys are there to get blood on friday because saturday they know the guys are too drunk to even get the blood through so no, they just get saturday Saturday they still go and they still collect, but I think they're collecting uh, uh, disinfectants and stuff <laughs> at that stage with everybody's alcohol, alcohol content in their bloodstreams. Not I think even. it's more just a disinfectant situation. Pretty much use side. it for damn petrol <laughs> if you need to, but anyway. Yeah, you could, you could. But uh, yeah, and then, yeah, I just want to say, uh, actually, thanks to all the bikers that came there. If it wasn't for the support, I mean, what would poison be, eh? Uh, uh, just over 5,000 guys went from what 5, I saw. 5, eh? In the 5, rain, in the and rain. the cold, and the wind. They all braved it and drove through all of that to get to Poison, mate. That's some hardcore yeah, biking. Yeah, you know, there, there was guys on trucks there that I actually know that actually rocked up there from PE. Yeah, Those guys nuts. came from Port Elizabeth all the way through to Kruenstadt, Kruen Park. Yes. In Kronstadt. Yes, Big yes. thanks to Kroen Park for letting us host uh, Poison. Yes, 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 um, definitely, definitely. But I mean, yeah, they came all the way from PE, eh? Yeah, there was a bunch of guys, not only long just local. Rides. I mean, yeah, they have long rides to get Those to Poison. Those guys have long rides. Real long rides. You think it's it's three hours ride from what, what? Yeah, Where to put to there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, they've been driving for what, four, five, six hours max, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, no, but PE is probably about a good on eight, eight hour ride, eh? Sorry. It's an <laughs> eight hour ride that those poor guys did before they could even enjoy poison. Uh, yeah, no, look, eh, big ups to those guys. They, they actually gave up their life for that, mate. That's a very dangerous drive all the way from PE to here, but uh, high five to those guys. And then uh, I also just want to say. Um, look, driving there, it's, there's a, sh oof, there's a crap load of potholes, I'm just saying, yeah, for everybody who's gonna drive to the next poison, Oof. watch out for the damn potholes. Especially if you're riding in the rain, I can vouch for it, and I hit a good few, thank goodness I got a big <laughs> tire on the front and the back. Yeah, luckily, man, gotta have them beautiful tackies, but anyway, yeah, yeah, those, those holes and the trucks, guys, jeez louise. I'm driving in the bucket, I'm trying to swerve out the way for the bikers coming past, and it's quite creepy, like, you know what, in all honesty, if you see a truck coming past, you just, just hang back, guys, I know it's wet, I know it's cold, but come on, guys, we all love our brothers, we don't need you guys to fall or get hurt, come on, guys, come on, but yeah, yeah. trucks are scary. Trucks, are, trucks scary. are scary even on dry days. <laughs> wet, wet weather does not help at all. Not at all, man. Not at so all. with that, guys, we're gonna go. We're gonna chat now about the brotherhood of biking. Um, there was, I think, there was an incident that you were telling me about that 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 happened while you were in the bucky. Yes, yes, it was. It was actually after poison, to be honest. All the on the way back. Um, we literally just left through Kronstadt and we're on our way back to to Rudaport side yeah. and. Uh, Man, it was just like a, a few minutes, 15 minutes drive. And then we saw like, you can say three or four bikers standing next to the road. Yeah. And a whole bunch of the rest are coming past. And uh, we just checked like, you know, there's two helmets at the back. That clearly indicates, guys, we're in trouble. Um, yeah, look, that's, that's, that's your first thing that you learn yeah. when you start joining the Brotherhood and stuff like that of biking. Is that if, you're in a, in, if you are in, a, in a, a troubled situation on the road, 
and, and you don't have hazards. So now yeah. you've got an older bike like mine, for instance, yes. where, you know, I mean, back then, uh, look, my bike that I'm riding at the moment is a 99 model. Oh, yeah. and, and you would think that they would have had indicators on uh, hazards on that bike, but they actually don't have hazards on that bike. <laughs> so, so a whole system was developed originally. What you would do is, in an emergency situation like that, you'd stop on the, in the yellow lane, you would take your helmet off, and you would use your helmet as a basically like a triangle. A triangle. Like a car yes. would use a triangle. You would use your helmet as a at triangle. at the back of the behind your bike. Just put your helmet down on the ground. On the ground, and that's a clear indication, guys. I need help. Okay, so yeah. when I was driving, there was two helmets at the back. Okay, yeah, no, that's, that's two severe. Down. That's problem. severe. Like somebody flipping help me. Okay, yeah. right. So we we pulled off. And we just like, you know, just to check if the guys are okay. And we went back and actually came to be that one of the guy's bike's petrol pump didn't want to pull through petrol. And they were stuck for an hour and a half there. And they're waiting for trailers to come back without no nothing to eat, without nothing to drink. They thought, you know what, they're going to have a drive down to the nearest petrol station like we all did and slam something to eat. But um, you know what, it's just, it's it's a, ba- a bit of a bad situation because... We all we all bikers, we all brothers. Yeah. And if you're next to the road and you put your helmet at the back and you're like, guys, please help, and you have a bunch of people coming past you but not stopping, I mean, you're gonna start getting pissed off. I mean, I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm gonna be straight with you guys. But uh, all I'm saying is, guys, we call each other's brothers. We, we call each other family. Like, let's start acting like family, if I can say yeah, it like no, that, I guys. Agree. You know, I stop for I stop for everything. Um, I <laughs> I shared a laugh the other day. I was I was riding around town and stuff like that, and I had one of those little take a lot dudes on his little scooter now look in all honesty i know they drive me up the wall those yes. guys take risks Jeez, like there's Lord. no tomorrow they they ride like absolute hooligans um but you know what it's two wheels i'm on two wheels i know what's happening just actually, respect man yeah just you know what? it's just it's just a case of dude are you okay yeah yeah and what happened was is the guy stopped he actually stopped in a very dangerous intersection and I stopped next to him, and I'm like, I had my indicator on, and I'm busy trying to, you know, slow down traffic and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, I'm lost. Oh, gosh. And I was like, okay, I tell you what, you know, just pull off the road. You're, you're stopped in the middle of the road. Just pull off the road, yeah. Just turn off here quickly, and I'll help you out with directions. You know what, guys? Something stupid and small like that, that's what it's about. Regardless of what size bike you ride, regardless of... Of whether you're riding a bike like a delivery guy where it's it's a job although I would love that as a job in all honesty yeah, driving just, a bike for the rest of your life hell yeah, yeah. Like, you know if, if the pay <laughs> was there I would definitely be yes, doing it definitely um, but you know what you know that that's what makes the brotherhood yeah that's true it's that's little true. things like that it's small things like that you do not know how much people appreciate you stopping and just or just coming past driving slow and showing them a shop like are you okay and if they say yes or no, it's still it's still like communications being like, are you guys good or not, you know? Yeah, and it's like a uh, universal sign that, you know. Yeah. Not just the middle finger is a universal <laughs> hand like, hand language. You know, a thumbs up is a simple hand language. Fantastic, it's universal. Guys. Like when I was driving the BMW K1200 RS, uh, well, my that back... That gave him more problems than anything oh, else. Yes, we know this. Anyway, <laughs> out of the section. But anyway, uh, my back brake seized up, right? And I... Uh, I felt like weird coming down almost down to to a silver star and I popped off to the side of the road climbed off my bike started checking and immediately a biker from actually called it's from soldiers of soldiers for Jesus I think uh, uh, it was one of the riders from them oh, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. what his name is I'm so sorry if you're listening to this but thank you once again you helped me like a hell of a lot 
He actually had the tools and helped me take off my caliper and made me drive further. And he drove, he followed me all the way home to make sure I'm good. So it's just, it's just that bond, you know, with, with guys on, on bikes. You know what? It's just, it's not, I'm not here to, uh, like. Yeah, we're not, we're not gunning guys no, for the guys no, that rode no, past no. and stuff like that. We get it as well. You guys were cold. You guys were tired. Yes, we get it. And it's also we not safe it. enough to stop for everything. We get it, yeah, guys. Especially not nowadays. Yeah, not nowadays, bro. No, they will cop your ass. But, uh, yeah, just, just, you know what? You don't even have to stop. Just come past and say, dude, you're good with a shop or, you know, if you're not ahead or whatever, guys. Just, you know what? We were all brothers, man. We all don't, we all want to get home safe. That's all I want to put out there. But anyway, moving on. All right. So we're going to take a break quick, very, very quick break. And then we are going to go over to a new segment of ours. Uh, which is going to be the maintenance and technical section of the podcast, which is going to be a new thing. Uh, we'll give you guys a breakdown of how that all is going to work um, before we actually start on our first bit of it. And yeah, we'll check you guys in a second. from the break right so now the maintenance part of this podcast right okay if you guys have any questions or any what can i say problems mechanical mechanical problems technical problems with your bikes yeah just uh just hit us up uh send us uh either photo videos or any like descriptive way of what's wrong with your bike and if we can't sort it out we'll sure as heck get someone to sort it out for you guys uh we'll get you the right information to come through and then uh well, hopefully we can help. Who knows? Who yeah, knows? we'll sort it out. But you know what, guys, for, for now, uh, what we're going to talk about in terms of maintenance, um, obviously looking at a lot of the bikes that were coming into Poison. Yeah. Uh, a lot of bikes that were on the dynos. Um, the dyno, big up to the guys from the dyno, actually, from Poison as well. I didn't yeah, even mention yeah, them. didn't mention them. Sorry, bro. Big ups, sorry, man. Big ups to those guys. They they put some serious machines on, on that dyno <laughs> on, on Saturday. It was brilliant to see but uh yeah a big thing that we noticed especially what a lot of guys are missing um when it comes to to regular maintenance on their bikes is their chains um a chain is a very 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 funny thing it's not like a drive shaft where it's not like your car you know where where it's there and you can just leave it yeah specifically on the the slack and the, the tightness of your chain. Yeah, like your tension. Your the chain tension, tension is critical, guys. It's, it's really critical, guys. Like, um, a lot of people don't think about it. Like, ah, oh, my chain's okay. It's all good. It's, it's not climbing off. It's fine. Once that thing comes off, mate, you have a crap load of problems going on there. Because not just that. You know, if that chain comes off while you're riding, eh, it is really dangerous. Uh, you don't realize, actually, just how, how strong and solid those chains are. Yeah. And, and the rotation that it's pulling out, you know, in terms of uh, the kinetic force from the sprocket onto the chain, that thing is going to rip through everything. everything. It's going to take your leg, it's going to take your fairings, it's going to take anything and everything that's in its way, it's going to take with it. And if you're lucky enough that it doesn't hit you, it's sure as hell going to stop you. Yeah, it's going to stop fast. you. <laughs> it's going to stop you very fast. So look, guys, you know what? Take a look at your chains. Keep them, you know what? <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of ooing and aahing about what you should use and what you shouldn't use in terms of your chains. Um, we're very we're very familiar with F9 
Mr. Ryan on YouTube. Um, I've had a couple of chats with him and stuff like that as well. I'm sure you guys have seen on Facebook, we've posted up a couple of their yeah, videos with their real. consent. With their consent. So, I mean, it's not like it's not like we don't know them. It's not like they don't know who we are. We are we are, we basically are a South African version of what they are. Yeah, pretty much, um, actually, to be honest, eh? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're actually a specialized... They're a brand. They, they, don't, they don't do bike parts and stuff like that. They're a brand. So it's pretty much the same type of thing as us. We're just not on Facebook yet. Uh, on, sorry, on YouTube yet. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're not on, on YouTube yet. We're still trying to powder Sean's face up for that. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to, to YouTube eventually. Yeah, we'll get there, guys. But uh, yeah, look, um, I mean, maintenance on your chain is not that hard, guys. Just uh, make sure, you know what, if you clean your baby that we all do before you head out to the rally or head out onto the road, mind you. You know what? Yes, the beautiful fairings and the beautiful shine of your bike is fantastic, but them chains are supposed to be clean, guys. I mean, especially now when the guys came back from Poison, it is full of mud. It is full of sand. It yeah. is full of everything. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's it's a bit, how can I, it's heartbreaking to it's see heartbreaking. Yeah, that, really. you're, that you're not cleaning physically the heart the heart of your bike, man. And that's the thing that makes your back roll move, mate. That's it. It's, that's it. Without that, the engine can roar, but you ain't going nowhere. So it's it's uh, one of the main things that we need to talk uh, need to talk about is that maintenance on the chains. Um, the second thing is the tires, guys. Yeah. The tires. Look, guys, tires, you know what? Tread, tread you can run. I'm going to be deadly honest. <laughs> I run tread down. I run that tire down until I'm on the nylon. Yeah, specifically um, on the supers, to be honest. Yeah, look, I run that tire until I'm down on the nylon. Um, you shouldn't. <laughs> in, in theory, you shouldn't. But let's be honest. Yeah, tires aren't exactly the cheapest thing in the world to replace. And bikes do tend to go through tires a lot quicker than cars do. Especially after poison, after that. Especially after days. poison, yeah, especially after poison. Um, but yeah, look, tires, you know what, guys? There's a lot of ways to keep your tires in tip-top condition. Um, that goes even for you guys that run your tires flat. Uh, yeah, chicken strips aren't, not all of us have chicken strips. <laughs> Not all of us have chicken strips, but yeah, so, you know, tire pressures as well, guys, you know, a lot of people don't realize the importance of tire pressures, your tire pressures on average, it, regardless of what bike it is, is close on about two bar in front and about 2.5 at the back, that's your average yeah, running pressure. Much, yeah. And uh, also, like, I saw a lot of guys, like, a lot of guys in the rain with slicks, though, bro. Yeah, well, that, that's it a was, terrible it's, idea. It's a, you know, I understand the slick at the back if you want to be sexy and f play with your bike around and, you know, go all fun with it. But guys, come on, man. You have your wife <laughs> at the back. I mean, you have your life in your own hands there. Like, yeah, it's fun and all, but, yo, bro, you know, if, if you're driving that far and if it's specifically in this wet weather that we had for this, what, almost two weeks, it was it, it was a bit it was a bit scary to be yeah, honest. I pushing mean, your luck, eh? I mean, I have full threads on my bike, brand new tire, but I'm I'm per scared of driving in the wet. I'm I'm serious. I'm per scared of it, but drive I do. Drive I do. Yeah. Saying that though, we're gonna take a quick couple of seconds break there again, and then we are gonna move on to another new segment into the podcast, which is gonna be riding tips, brothers. Riding tips.
Alright guys, so we're going to talk about writing tips now. Uh, I'm going to take hold of this one. Obviously, coming in with the experience. Also, anybody doesn't have that much experience is yet. He's still getting there. He's still getting there. We still love him though. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, writing tips wise, wise. Obviously, um, with this week that's passed, with the amount of rain that we've had, um, it's kind of obvious I'm going to talk about writing in the rain. Um Yo, I saw some some pretty scary stuff, you know, just Saturday riding in the rain. And, you know, it's it's not the worst rain that I've ridden in, but you know what, I've ridden in, in some pretty bad rain, but it was pretty bad. The the roads were terrible. Um, big things to miss, you know, to try and avoid with when it comes to riding in the rain is obviously any painted surfaces. Um, unfortunately in our country we don't we don't add the, the gloss the glass shavings and stuff like other countries do to our paint so painted surfaces are an absolute no-go don't break near them don't don't steer near them don't try and accelerate near them stay as far away from paint as absolutely possible when it comes to wet riding um i don't think you knew that did you sure i actually did to be honest ah well there we go sure knows <laughs> something about riding in the rain guys I, have a f I had a fair share of slipping my ass off on a damn fucking on straight painted line, surfaces bro. straight lines or damn arrows bro yeah oh. painted surfaces another thing a lot of guys don't realize as well is when it comes to riding in the rain look for rainbow colors in the, on the actual tarmac um you don't realize it but those those rainbows are actually oil and that can actually be even more slippery than any painted surface and the biggest problem with those rainbows is that that oil is obviously floating on top because obviously if you paid attention at all in chemistry when you were in school um, oil floats on top of water you don't even have to pay attention in chemistry to, to know that so oil floats on top of water so what happens is is as soon as you go over that that oil actually sticks to your tire you don't realize it but that oil sticks to your tire and the next bend could very well be your last bend so stay away from anything like that and yeah guys look you know what your visibility is going to deteriorate six or some sunday don't take chances um i know we all enjoy the fact that you know motorcycles can go through smaller gaps quicker uh, it's a lot more time saving and stuff like that. But when it comes to riding in the rain, you know what? Take it slow. Take the extra precaution. You know what? That couple of minutes that you're going to be late, it's it's not worth your life, man. It's really not worth your life. So rather just take it slow, take it easy, um, and, and take it from there. Obviously, certain bikes are built a lot better for rain. The, the newer bikes specifically. If you take something like Sean's bike versus my bike, uh, Sean's got the new, uh, what's it, 2018, eh? Uh, yeah, 2018 NC750 uh, Honda. Yeah. So, Sean, Sean's got the, the, the 2018 NC750 um, as his personal bike. My personal bike is a, is a Honda VT750 Shadow from 99. Um, obviously, the differences are day and night in terms of the technology and the improvement of technology. Um, ABS systems that are now coming in on bike standard huge huge advantage over over something like mine traction control the traction control also yeah. huge huge advantage over mine um and you know what there's a lot of guys that are still riding the slightly older bikes that that didn't come out with abs and and traction control 
And, you know, you've got to take into account those things, you know. If you don't have ABS and traction control, especially in the wet weather, um, back when I was riding on tracks and stuff like that, you learned that 80% of your braking is on the front. So that's 80% of your braking goes to your front brakes and 20% of your braking goes to your back brakes when you're on the track. When you're riding in wet weather, you need to drop that down to at least 65 on the front and 35 at the back or at the absolute least 70 on the front and 30 on the back. You, you, need, to, you need to practice getting into the swing of that. When the roads are wet, cool by all means, 80% on the front, 20% on the back, you're A for away on that. Um, but obviously in wet weather, you need to use your back a little bit more, obviously not too much, otherwise your back's going to slide out on you as well. So yeah, guys, that's that's going to call it quits for the riding tips. Uh, we're going to just quickly give a, a quick heads up. Um, in terms of the apparel and the social media, I don't know if you want to take that one, Sean, if you want to tell the guys about the brand and stuff a bit. Um, yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you actually put it on Facebook. I'm sure it is on Facebook and then on, on multiple... Uh, uh, how can I say? We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Yeah, you see. Uh, yeah, look, the brand's out there. It is SM, as you can you can call it Sam. It's, it's uh, South African Motorcyclists. Um, I'm sure you'll know the brand. It's it's a little little bike, right? Harley Davidson? Yeah, no, it's not Harley. <laughs> Come on, these people know our brand already. Okay, now. yeah, no, no. It's, it's a little biker, but there's a lot going on behind it, to be honest. Uh, there's branding of shirts, there's branding of hoodies, there's branding of... Hell, keychains if you really want to. Uh, yeah. There's, it's practically anything you'd like to have on your bike or like to wear in a biker's perspective. Uh, it's, it's apparel, guys. It's, yeah, it's, it's apparel. It's, it's, it's absolutely uh, amazing, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, if you guys want to know more about that, please uh, hit up Mr. Kylie over here. He'll, he'll be in uh, contact with you guys and for anything that you pretty much want, actually, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything printed on a shirt, uh, we can do it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, another thing guys we're gonna quickly take a look at uh, we've looked at our calendars yeah uh, we know we said every second week um, obviously the second week from today is Christmas day so we're gonna be spending that with family yeah unfortunately I have to keep the family like you know happy too man happy wife happy life you know yeah story of our lives that's so. more like Carl's situation yeah that, that's Carl's situation <laughs> right there Sean's still singles to mingles yes definitely so yeah but so. uh yeah so we're not we're not gonna do the the Christmas one and uh we're also not gonna slam the New Year's one guys but on the 8th if I'm right the 8th that's correct yeah we're gonna slam we're gonna slam the the, the third podcast on the yeah, 8th yeah third episode and we're gonna have a guest on we will be having uh, Spilly from WAP, um, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it should be a really good interview and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll definitely have that up on, on the eighth of January will be episode number three. So don't miss out on that, guys. From and me, Carl. That's me out. Yeah. Thanks, guys, again for listening to us uh, going on about bikes the whole damn time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, have a good night and thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. <laughs>